Yay. I clap for no reason. Uh, it's uh, Tuesday night for us, Wednesday morning for you guys. Do you know what that means, Sharon? Bible study. It means Bible study. The study of the Bible. Tonight, 7 o'clock, be there or be square. Every single Wednesday is the best time they can be interactive with us, guys. I mean, the best way you can be interactive. Um, as you know, we always pre-record these videos, the daily devotionals. That way they can come out in the morning. Sunday sermon, I can't be interactive with you because I'm preaching. But Wednesday, you can be interactive. And we have st studied, uh, started studying the book of Judges. We did part one last Wednesday. Tonight is part two. And, um, and it was really, really good. And um, I did, uh, you know, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Brother Chewy. Um, yesterday I had told him, because he'll text me, because as you know, he's going to do the cycling challenge from San Francisco to Santa Monica also. So he's been training and conditioning. And um, he cut his finger, remember? So he couldn't ride for the longest. He showed me his finger. Yeah, so I, it was messed up, right? Because I haven't seen him since he cut his finger. But every once in a while, I keep sending him this picture of E.T. And as you can see, a big fat finger. And what's messed up is that today, <laughs> today he shows up. And he showed me his finger. And, and it, it looked just like E.T. But it's healed, you know? Okay. So, uh, but... But for reals, he came uh, to ride with me. I told him last night, I'm like, man, I'm going to knock out these 28 miles. And I, sh I showed him the, a screenshot of, of the map. And he goes, I'll be there. You know, I was like, all right. I mean, if you come, you come. I'm getting up at 7 to do it, you know. And sure enough, he pulled up, you know. So, uh, but it was supposed to be 28 miles. We got as far as the Garlic Brothers and... Um, he had a little little round thing with a little, it looks like a little COVID thing with spikes all over, but it's like a little thorns. And he's like, oh, man. And I said, pop it out. You got to pull it out because if not, your tire's going to put more weight on it. And when he pulled it out, you could hear a sss, but then it stopped. And um, But by the time we got to Gardic Brothers, his tire was flat. And um, I had just cleaned my bike, so I had detached my pump, and I didn't put it back. So uh, Sharon had to save us. But we did get 17 miles in. So, I mean, that ain't bad, 17 miles. But I wanted to do 28, you know. So anyways, um, that was an adventurous day. Um, what else? Anything? That's pretty much it, huh? Yeah. Sharon's wearing her Bucky shirt. Bucky is Bucky's from Texas. It's a giant... It's like a Walmart of a truck stop. If you're from Texas, you know. And uh, anyways. Um, you miss Sister Angel from Spring, Texas? Yeah. She called you right when we sat down to eat, though. And then I called her back, and then we were playing phone tag. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Other than that, guys, uh, I wanted to get into a verse. Uh, interesting passage. I'm going to talk about why I want to talk about this verse before I read the verse. Why do you want to talk about that verse? 
I want to talk about this verse because I never thought I would see this day. Um, you know, I grew up in a Christian home, so I would read scripture because me and my mom had this understanding because they would go to Spanish churches and Spanish is not my first language. And this might sound weird to you guys, or maybe you guys, if this makes sense to you, let me know in the comments. But because I, my primary language is English, I think in English, like, where, how do you, like, listen to your thoughts right now. What language is it in? And this is weird because I've asked this to people, right? English. Yeah, but I've asked this to people that know both and they're like, oh my gosh, I, I didn't realize I think in Spanish. There's people that think in Spanish, even if they speak both, right? And, um... And I said, so I understand Spanish, at least my family style of Spanish, because they're Texan. Texas is a little different from Mexico. So, but Texans, Texas Spanish, I understand 99%. And um, so in these Spanish churches, the preacher was, I'm guessing, because it was he spoke in in the Spanish that I understood very well, but there was a a delay. As those of you that are no computers, there's a latency delay, meaning that he's preaching in Spanish. I hear it in Spanish, but I think in English, so I have to change every word into English in order for me to understand it. And it was way too much work. It was just way too much work to hear somebody. So even to this day. When I'm listening to something in Spanish or watch something, I understand it, but I'm working double hard because I'm translating it into English because I don't think in Spanish. So I made a deal with my mom because my mom was like, pay attention to the preacher. And then I get that Pentecostal pinch. If you don't know what that is, thank God that you don't. Right now, pause this video and thank God that you don't know what the Pentecostal pinch is. It hurts. But anyways... Um, this was the deal my mom made with me. She said, if you're not going to listen to the preaching, you're going to read the Bible. I didn't have the option of messing around, having a smartphone, going and running around with my cousins. No. I was going to listen to the preacher or read the Bible. So, an English Bible. So I opted out to read the Bible. So because of that, I was going to say, maybe my mom didn't realize, but I think she knew what she was doing. Because <laughs> I'm a preacher now, right? So I read a lot, a lot of the Bible growing up, guys. Because these Spanish preachers, man, they would preach for a long time. I would read them. I'm not joking. I'd read the whole book of John in one service. The whole thing. You know, it's uh, just crazy, right? But I guess my mom knew what she was doing because I passed her a church now. But anyways, what I'm going to tell you right now is I never thought I would see this day because I couldn't comprehend, even though I wasn't a Christian, I grew up around Christians. Most of my family were Christians. My grandparents were Christians. And I never understood this verse until now. Actually, I'm going to read it because then you're going to be like, what are you talking about? In 2 Timothy chapter 4, it says this, chapter 4, verse 3, For the time will come 
when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers. And they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, and fulfill your ministry. I never thought I would see the day. I didn't understand this years, years ago, that teachers, Christians, would actually follow after a doctrine they wanted to hear. After a doctrine, like, they, it's, it, look, it says they heap up for themselves teachers. It'd be like the equivalent of me saying, I believe that birds swim and fish fly. Hmm. And I can't find it in an encyclopedia. I can't find a YouTube video to prove it. I can't. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to raise up teachers that teach that birds swim and fish fly. I'm going to build up for myself teachers. So then when they teach me that, I'm like, I was right the whole time. I, I, I was right the whole time. I'm going to heap up for my, and I know that sounds dumb, but you know what's even dumber? False doctrine. That's even dumber and sillier and more outrageous than a teaching that fish fly and birds swim. Because look what it says. For the time will come. So this is scripture. It says it will come. It doesn't say it might come. It might happen. Maybe so. Maybe. It says for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Where it's gonna, the time's gonna come where people don't even want the truth. They don't want what is biblical. They don't want. They don't want that. So what do they want instead? But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers. Um, I've seen this funny phenomenon going on to where. False teachers with false doctrine cheerlead each other. They, they cheerlead each other. And because they're all cheerleading each other, they believe the hype. They believe it. But this is the, what they've all taught themselves. It's almost like saying, man, I, I, I really want to be great. Can you tell me I'm great? And, and I'll tell you, you're great. You're great. You're great. You're great. No, you're great. You're great. You're great. You're so great. We should have an event. We're great. We should have this. The greatest event. We should have that. We should have revival. We should. The greatest revival. And then, well, the 20 people that show up, we'll tell them. They're great. Tony the Tiger. <laughs> and we'll dress up like Tony the Tiger and tell them they're great. Guys, you guys are great in a sense of in Christ, but I'm talking about you're great like, <laughs> like convincing each other 
that you are something more than what you are by giving yourself titles. There is only one title that matters in the Bible. It is the title of King of King and Lord of Lords. You know, and and it's just it's the funniest thing. Like, for instance, imagine if... <laughs> I, I make the, I'm feeling silly today, so I'm making dumb examples, right? So imagine somebody um, being born, <laughs> being born um, with, man, let me see. No, I don't want to say that. Okay, imagine somebody born with three eyes. And one eye, the third one's right in the center of their forehead. And they always wear a hat, right? They always wear a hat. And they go around preaching. And they convince people. <laughs> they convince people, like, they're like, listen, people born with a third eye are the most anointed. Really? Yeah, man. It says it right here. And they'll find some scripture, read it out of context, do whatever, and the whole time he's building it up for himself because he's wearing a hat the whole time. But once he gets enough people believing this, he's oh, by the way, I'm the anointed one. I'm the anointed one. I find it so funny. Self-proclaim apostles, self-proclaim evangelists, self-proclaim what else is there? Uh Prophets, self-proclaimed. It's weird. Isn't it kind of funny that the criteria they are teaching that makes somebody this person happens to fit them to a T? Heaping up for themselves teachers because they have itching ears, because they want to hear what they want to hear. What happened? To the good old fashion of this shaping you, not you forcing this to shape into you. What happened to reading the word and allowing it to break you down in the form of this? Not break you down like, like garbage, but break you down like grain. Because unbroken grain is unedible. But broken grain makes bread and can feed everyone. And, and, and it's like, for some reason, people don't want the word to break them down. And I, I'm just like, Lord, sift me. God, break me. Make me into powder because then and only then can I be used by you when this word breaks you. You know, and <laughs> for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires and, and, and it gets it gets it gets crazy it's like every year it gets worse it gets crazier and, and I just I don't understand it I get confused why can't we just read the Bible for what it says believe it for what it says stand on it for what it says and, and just follow Christ? What is wrong with just following Jesus? You know, what is wrong with that? You know, uh, 
You know, Jesus says something interesting. He said, he who is first shall be last, and the last shall be first. You know, I um, you know, I, I, I did not want to preach in my life. I was very sick and tired of the limelight. As you guys know, I was in the music industry. I did not, I promise you, I did not want to be doing what I'm doing right now. I didn't want to be a pastor's wife. Did I want to be a believer? Yes. Did I want to be your your wife? Yes. (laughs) Did I want to serve Jesus? A hundred percent, a thousand percent. Me too. Did I want to be the one teaching and pouring and preaching? No. I, I, I didn't. You know, you know what compels me to preach is, is I'm going to show you right now. Um, Jeremiah chapter 20, verse 9. So those of you that have known me for a while know already, but um, Jeremiah was so persecuted that he didn't want to preach anymore. And he says, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. He's like, I am not going to talk about you, God. Everybody hates me. Everybody persecutes me. The king hates me. They want to kill me. They want to take my life. He goes, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. And he says, but his word was in my heart like a burning fire. Shut up in my bones, and I was weary of holding it back, Mm -mm. and I could not. Guys, if, if, I'll be, I'll be honest with you, man. If I could stop preaching, I would. Would I serve God? Heck yeah. Nothing will stop that. I love the Lord. He's done so much for me. Would I stop preaching? Yeah. The headaches, the scandal, the arguments, the backstabbing, the betrayal, the false information, the lies, the gossip, all of that, man. I don't need it. But the word of God is like a fire in my bones and I cannot hold it back. You know, it's like, I don't do this for itching ears or for a spotlight or for a mega church or for, or to fill auditoriums or to have an event every single weekend. You know what I mean? This is not that. This is a burden that is a fire that I have to preach the word because if I don't, I'll end up preaching to my fish. You know, I, I, I can't. And that is the difference between somebody that is not called and you're trying to force yourself onto a pedestal. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a fall and it's going to be a great fall because you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Hold people away from <sighs> You know, taking money with you. to see this, this to see this come true, guys. To see it come true is, is crazy to me. 
Let me read it again. Second uh, Timothy chapter 4. The time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires. See, you desire to be an apostle. You desire to be that evangelist. You desire to be that prophet. According, notice it says, to their own desires. There's a difference between somebody having desires and a difference between the Lord saying, I have anointed you to reach the nations. I have seen some evangelists try so hard and it turns to nothing. And I have seen the most humble evangelists get sent to the world. According to their own desires. And this is because they have itching ears. They will heap up for themselves teachers. And they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. Be watchful in all things. Man. You know, I just wanted to share that with you guys. I'm not trying to discourage anyone. Matter of fact, I'm trying to encourage to put away the agendas. Just look at the mirror and, and, and forget the noise, forget the busyness, forget all that. And look into the mirror and ask the Lord, show me. Here, here's the thing. Here's the root of it. If this is somebody, if, if you're like this, is here's the root, is that you really don't think yourself worthy, so you're trying to force it to happen. And in actuality, you want people to follow you, but you can't even follow yourself because you don't even know where you're going. And, and that's something that you need to take to the Lord because the Lord does want to bring healing. He does. He really does. But how can he? If we're refusing to take the mask off and we want to force things to happen. What kind of farmer throws seed in the ground and tries to force it to grow? You can't. It just has to grow on its own. Simple as that. So guys, hopefully you got something out of this. Meet us at 7 o'clock for Bible study, California time. We're going to study part two of the book of Judges. We're really excited to see you there, be interactive with us, chime in, ask questions. I have it right there. People are there. We, we are seeing the prayer requests. We're seeing the questions. We're seeing all that. And we want you to feel like you're a part of it. You know, so, um, so join us at House of Rest Church. You can come in person, 1231 7th Street in Modesto, California, or you can watch on YouTube or Facebook on the Facebook House of Rest channel or the YouTube House of Rest channel, and just join us, guys. So, all right, guys. God bless you. Thank you so much. Have a great morning.